from the Stand Up Talk Radio Network. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have a way harder time getting through life than the average person, Ari. I, I don't know why anybody would listen to this. I know I won't. Ari, your advice single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis. Welcome to unlicensed therapy with me, Ari Manis. If you haven't listened to the show before, I have my friends come in with issues and problems and stresses in their life. And I try to help them out by giving them advice. I don't have any formal training in therapy. I've never been a therapist. I'm not even the guy my friends go to for advice. But you know what? I care. Now, if you're wondering what happened on the previous episode with Jake Adams, he was having girl troubles. He didn't like a girl very much. Then we thought maybe it's because he wasn't fully honest with her. And I said, confess your lies to her. Tell her that you lied to her about being one year older than you actually are and that you make your living not being a comedian. You still have a day job. He texted her the truth on the show. Now she responded and didn't care about the lies. In fact, she was happy that he told her she felt closer to him than ever. Turns out that's not why he didn't like her. He just didn't like her. He later ended up using her as a booty call. And she was aware of it. She realized she wasn't dumb. So she ended up breaking it off, saying he was immature and she felt used. Turns out my advice didn't fix the relationship. But you know what? Honesty is always the best policy. And he did that. And he feels better about himself for it. Now today is exciting because we have our very first sponsor of the show. The company is called Rally Flip Caps. Rally Flip Caps, if you played baseball, you know exactly what those are. When it's game time, when it's that ninth inning and you need that game-winning hit, for good luck, you flip your hat up. Maybe you wear it backwards. You change something about your hat. And that's supposed to get the rally going. Now, these caps come... In a lot of different variations, there's one that says Merry Christmas. You flip it up, there's a hat underneath that has a picture of mistletoe on it. So you get to kiss girls. There's one that says work hard, and then you flip the hat up, it says play harder. These are fun hats. There's blank ones that you can make up your own saying with a whiteboard underneath, and they're high-quality hats. And even if you don't want a hat or don't wear hats, check them out. They're pretty cool. You might know a friend that wants one for the holidays coming up. They're a lot of fun. Rallyflipcap.com. Use the coupon code STANDUPTALK. Capitalization doesn't matter for 10% off of your Rally Flip Cap. Before we get to the show, I'd like to say I know the first two episodes have been about relationships. And this wasn't by choice. I asked guests to come in. I didn't previously know what their problem was going to be until they came in. And the same thing happened on the third episode. And once again, it's about a relationship issue. Now, this is not a relationship podcast, but it just so happens either the people I know 
always have relationship issues. Maybe comedians have relationship issues. I'm not sure. I'm going to try to avoid this for the next few episodes. I'm going to go ahead of time and find out what their problem is so that we don't keep doing this. But our next guest, his name's Luke Schwartz. He's a comedian. He works at the Comedy Store. This episode was also a little bit different because we recorded out in a canyon. We weren't in my normal studio space. I brought a recorder out with some microphones. We got some fresh air. We went on a small little hike and recorded outside. So you might hear some birds chirping, other various distractions, but it should be a lot of fun. Now let's get into it. Now today we have comedian Luke Schwartz. Now if you're wondering a little bit about Luke, Luke Schwartz has been doing comedy for about 17 years. Now how long have you been doing comedy? I think uh, 17 is a very hacky number. I just want to say that. Uh, I've been doing comedy about four, four and a half. Four and a half years. He started in New York, Mm -hmm. but he's originally from Los Angeles. He has since moved back here. He is a door guy at the world famous comedy store. Ooh la la. He has a beautiful girlfriend. He doesn't really have a lot of expenses. He lives with his folks right now. He's a young guy. So on paper, he has everything going for him. He has a a coveted job at one of the best comedy clubs in the country. Mm -hmm. He's been doing comedy a while, doesn't have any expenses, has a a girlfriend that's a little bit out of his league. So, Luke, why are you here? Well, I wasn't planning on going to therapy or being brought to therapy. Um, Well, I guess the biggest issue, um, speaking of my girlfriend... um, she may or may not have just kind of broken up with me. I had no idea. I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, how long you guys been going out for? We were going out for like two and a half years. We're on kind of a break right now, but I think it's it's not looking great for me. Why did you guys go on that break initially? Were you fighting? Is it the distance? Uh, a lot of it was the distance. She lives up in, uh, she's going to school at UC Berkeley uh, for public policy, and she's smart as hell um and i was living in la being uh just a comic so you know it just uh it's the strain was a bit much now now let's go further into that tell me more specifically what happened to your relationship why were you guys fighting um it it was hard to keep track of each other all the time and uh, she didn't like the feeling. I know that love and relationship issues, no matter what other issues you have, kind of block out those other issues when you're going through them. Why do you know that? Because I've been through heartbreak. Mm-hmm. I've been through breakups, and uh, they hurt. They're they're painful. I've you know I've I've been, had two girlfriends in my life, not a lot. But, like two uh, like real girlfriends. Two real serious yeah. relationships, both almost two year relationships. Mm-hmm. But love hurts. And <laughs> when you have it Love hurts. It Oy. does. It does. Breakups hurt. And such insight. Such clarity of voice. I hesitate to even call us broken up. Right. Because you're not whether you're broken up or not, you're not where you want to be in your relationship. Correct. Now why not move up to Berkeley for her? Oh, um, 
You got too much going on here. You don't want to leave I, what you I got. I do. I have. I have my like. I wish I didn't want to do comedy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, but I really. It's. I don't know if it's need, but I really want to do comedy. Yeah, and LA is a better city for a it's, bigger comedy it's a, scene. It's than a bigger San comedy scene, and I'm like getting a little bit of traction. I'm doing things. I got a, you know, and I, you don't want to put that all behind you. Yeah, right. And how much time of school does she have left? A uh, year and a half. Given the situation that you're with a lady, mm. you want to be with her, but the distance is really making that very hard. Yeah. What can you do to fix it? What do you, do you have any ideas of how to how you're gonna maintain this relationship? Because you said walking in here, it I think we're probably gonna break up. But you're uh, obviously gonna fight for her. Yeah, I I want the cliche thing of, and it's 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 true, and I feel this way of that I want her to be happy and. I hate that I can't be enough for her. It's really, uh, it's hard. It's really hard. I really, I would have married her. If we were in the same city, it'd be no, no issue at all. Does she plan on moving back here after she graduates? See, that's the thing. That's the other thing is that she also doesn't know where her career in, uh, public policy will take her like she doesn't know after grad school where she's going to end up yeah and that makes it even harder because she goes well why put all this time into a relationship when we might not even know that i'm coming back to you in a year and a half i might be going somewhere else and then we're on distance all over again mm-hmm. i guess so now i'm gonna ask you uh some obvious questions that you've probably done already have you written her love letters handwritten letters uh before i have yes because as as a long distance lover, Luke, you need to be, you need to be showing her that even though I'm not there, I'm always thinking about you, and not just by saying it to her via phone or text. If the listeners but could the see me things. roll my eyes, man, they I, I almost think they could have heard the eye roll. It was so big. Think, Luke, you may laugh, you may mock, but think about I how may happy think, she would be. You don't think that if I she was received in... a handwritten letter from you. A handwritten love letter, all the way in Berkeley, mailed to her. Yeah, what not about? talking about the problems in your relationship, just a a love letter. This seems to be a theme for you. Is like, oh, just write it down, just put it in a letter, and like present it to her. And how'd that work out with Ken Gar? Hey, you know we're not. <laughs> this is a whole new relationship. Ken Ken's lover was Ken's lover was in her late thirties, not her early twenties. Early twenty year olds. They appreciate this kind of thing. They're you you don't know them. anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've never broken up with a girl. I've always been the one that gets broken up with. But you say that like it's happened a bunch of times. How many times does that happen? Several. Like all through college and whatever. It's like I was, uh, I, I have classic nice guy syndrome where I let it, like this one, I didn't feel that way, but uh, in previous in my previous serious relationship, I kind of let it like peter out and like go yeah, on, and I, I didn't that's... I didn't like break up with her, and she eventually was like, "Okay, let's break up." And I was that's like, fairly no. normal, especially when you're in a long relationship and it gets to the point where it's just a really hard thing to do is break up with them. 
Yeah. Like if you knew it was failing after a month, but even you if, might be able to do it. But even after, like, if I've gone out with girls for like a month or three here mm. and there, and I've never been the one to break it off. <laughs> you don't break it off, but will you just kind of be a really shitty boyfriend to the point where you yes. don't care if she breaks up with you? Yes. Yeah, okay. So that's almost the same thing. Right. But I'm, I don't have the courage <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah. I understand. I ended a dating situation. I, I ran into a girl from college. We like went with on, not with your car. Uh, not with my car. Just uh, bumped into her in, in person. Guys, I'm a comedian. How can I prove that yeah. to you? <laughs> we went on a few dates. And I realized that I didn't really like her. And instead of like an adult calling her and say, hey, you know what? I just think we should be friends. And uh-huh. I don't like you. I just ignored her for weeks. Ignored her calls. Ignored her Facebook messages. Just completely ignored her. And you, that's how I ended things with her. Because I'm this, such a coward. <laughs> this was in college? <laughs> no, this was after this college. Was like she five was, months ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's really weird. Why? And I'm sure you knew it was a better thing to end it. Yeah. Oh, even now I'm thinking like I should just say, hey, you know what? That but, was a really but even in the moment thing. of those like weeks, you didn't when you weren't returning anything. I'm such. That's how big of a coward I am. Wow. So I understand. See, yeah, but I I would have at least responded and been like passive aggressive or something if not yeah made excuses to where she still knew like oh i'm busy sorry but back to what we were talking about yeah i'd say just write her a poem man (laughs) write her a a deep heartfelt poem it's not gonna happen for you if you want oh i definitely don't want that either i mean you gotta save this because this this relationship because we were supposed to go on double dates together yeah you really were pushing double date right Mm -hmm. double date that was all i heard from ari do the listeners know about the Australian girl? No, they don't. Because that's some other crazy shit that I want to talk about a we little bit. We can talk bit. about that. She plans on moving out here for me. Oh, what? for you. For me. Wow. Not just to get the fuck out of Australia? No, she likes Australia. She lives in Sydney. It's beautiful there. I've heard good things. I was just over there. It was amazing. How's the comedy scene over there? Also amazing. The comedy out there is great. I think I met every single comedian in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you met Arch Barker? Did not mean I was working. <laughs> You've been with your girlfriend two and a half years. Mm-hmm. She's not so sure about the relationship anymore. It's just, it's hard because you guys aren't with each other. Why don't you at least go up there and spend a couple of weeks with her? Uh, I had planned to spend, I was going up like every month. Mm-hmm. And I, I had planned to spend uh, Halloween weekend with her. And uh, she called a couple days before and we had the serious talk. And then in that talk, she said, uh, I don't think you should come up this weekend either. I think that'd be a bad idea, Um, which I wasn't thrilled about. Uh, She said uh, she said like she wanted to see more of me. And then she told me I probably shouldn't come up there. And I was like, wait, but. That makes no sense. You're contradicting yourself. Yeah, but it, I mean, it makes sense in the context of like, she wanted to try a break. This is going to be a painful topic. Do you think she wants to see other people? Do you think that has anything to do with it? Do you think she has a new crush in her life? Um, I, I don't think that, but my caveman brain thinks that. Got it. Um, that makes sense. I really, I, yeah, she, she is... She's a very honest person, and she said that she doesn't have, uh, it, it's not like that, there's no one else, like, it's not about someone else, it's just about 
us, which almost makes it more painful. I don't know. It's just, it's a very, it feels like a very personal rejection. If it was somebody else, would you want to stop the podcast right now and you and me go up there and murder him? Uh, probably. That would be my feeling. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you a story about my breakup. My oh, last good. breakup to, uh, to bond with you more. Listeners, get comfortable. Settle in. Ari Manis is going to tell you a I, story. I met a girl in college. We're both from San Diego. We connected. We instantly, we instantly liked each other. Okay. A few months of dating, we get in a relationship together. We then maintain a beautiful, loving relationship for the next year. Then a year after that, I go to San Diego. She has one more year left at that junior college. I come up almost every weekend to visit her from San Diego. But it's awesome. We have, we're basically together almost two years at this point. Mm-hmm. And then we both apply to UC Santa Cruz. We get in. We transfer there together. A few weeks after we transfer there, Ugh. she breaks up with me. Perfect. Now, a couple days before she broke up with me, she was hanging out with her dorm hallmates. Mm-hmm. Didn't think anything of it. Why well, would you? Wasn't the jealous type. Yeah, yeah. seems innocent enough. Was, she's like, I'm going to get to know my hallmates. I'm going to go party with them. Cool, have fun. Yeah. I'm going to just chill at home. I was just hanging out in her dorm room one night, and I find a note on her door from a guy. She said, hey, I had so much fun hanging out with you. Uh, if you ever need someone to talk to, here's my room number. Again, you know, of course, my alarm went up, but I thought maybe it was just a guy who likes her. Nothing wrong with that. She's a really beautiful girl. There's probably tons of guys that like her. Uh-huh. But I show her, and I said, oh, hey, uh, got this note. She goes, oh, it's just some guy I was talking to. Uh, yeah, I didn't tell him I had a boyfriend. didn't come up. Uh, he must have, you know, liked me, and yeah. it's nothing. Didn't think anything of it. She breaks up with me a few days later. For that guy? She didn't tell me, but I later find out. It's for that guy. Shit. They were together for about a year. After, right after we broke up. They uh-huh. were together. So and what's hurt. the point of that cliche story is... I've had a girl leave me for a guy to <laughs> me. And it hurts. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's another guy in my case. But um, I could be wrong. And then there could be... Uh, <laughs> I was going to make a weird like threat thing that was like clearly a joke but in this day and age of school shootings yeah yeah, i don't think i want (laughs) to like put that out there because i would never no i couldn't see you doing it i mean i could but i couldn't at the same time (laughs) you're really not exonerating me (laughs) right now okay real question Mm -hmm. do you still call her every day that's the hardest thing is not talking to her every day we don't text we've been on a text and like calling break it's hard not uh sharing my life with her as queer as that sounds but like i really i really liked having her as in in part as part of my life your support not only support but like i like hearing about what she's doing and i like it's just a yeah i guess it is support because it's two people it's like a you know we're a couple i feel kind of like i lost my best friend and i am i'm not i think i am gonna i don't think i'm gonna play it cool but i'm gonna respect her space and respect what she wants out of this next step in our relationship because we're still gonna have a 
a relationship. It just won't be uh, rom- like, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. So you think you could handle just being friends with her? No, but I have to. But so you're saying you're going to be friends with her so you can try and get her back? Um, I envision like every couple months a check-in for the future. That's that's how it's going to be painful, man. Every time you make that call, it's going to reopen your wound. Yeah, but I I mean, I'd rather have that than not this, not at this all. This is going to be hard to hear. Oh, good. But as your therapist, not my therapist. As your therapist for today. Okay, not my therapist for today. Not my therapist for today. Not my therapist. As your friend. More importantly than your therapist. Okay. But you're... Okay. Yeah. Am I your friend? Yeah. Your friends? Yeah. As your friend, relationships are, are really hard, man, and and they hurt a lot, and I know that, and you know I know that. The sentence is... But... The sentence, relationships are hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to let go. Yeah. But you've been with this girl for two and a half years. Yes. And she wants to take a break. You're a good guy, man. You're good looking. You're funny. You're treat her right. Fuck that. You don't deserve this. If this is what she wants, you shouldn't be calling her every couple months to check in and hopefully get her back one day. You could find another pretty girl to be with that'll that'll want to be with you. Put this this energy that you are putting into her in your comedy. Live your life. Move on, and meet another girl, man. You're, you're 26, you know, she's, even though it feels after two and a half years, you feel like she's the one, you love her, and you do love her. That is really hard to hear. You're you're holding on. Not entire, it's, it's two days old, Ari. So, I don't know. I didn't know it was two days Yeah, old. it's fresh as hell. It was real. This is what yeah. This is what unlicensed therapy is all about. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this hasn't happened on the podcast before, but I want you to cry right now. You want me and to force myself to cry? Just feel the way you really feel, and you feel like crying. You know, I, it's, I'm not a very emotional person, yeah, but like with her, I, I've, cried, I've cried already. Yeah. You know, I've done my crying. Yeah. Um, I, I probably will cry in the future. There are times I've been in the car and just started like hitting the steering wheel and like... In the past two days. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to cry for you right now. I understand. Did you cry with her on the phone? Oh, yeah. So Hell like yeah. She knows you were crying. Oh, fuck yeah. Was she crying? Yes. Dude, that's a breakup, man. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's not fun. It's really, it hurts a lot. How many breakups have you been through in your life? Um, I would say real breakups. Yeah, real breakups. Probably three, three, including this one. Now, I know this one's obviously your deepest relation and most important relationship, but did you yeah. have another yeah. really serious relationship where you cried a lot and it hurt really bad? My girlfriend now the was uh, like always, like I knew her from a young age and I like sort of like love of my life, the one sort of thing. Yeah. And... um as I was, and like she was always in the back of my mind, and this is a true story, where as my 
serious college girlfriend of over two years. Um, might have been three. As she was breaking up with me, and I was distraught and sad, I texted uh, my current girlfriend. But you texted, I was texting her like during, coming to a friend or texted her like wanting to date her? Texted her just as a check-in because we had kind of stopped like checking in with each other. We had dated once when we were like 17. Oh, okay. And um, that kind of fell apart and then we went to college, obviously. Mm-hmm. Different. Man, you've been through it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. You I know, know what love is. Yeah. You know what, pain, you know what pain from love is. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. And that's where your comedy comes from. I don't think so, but partially I do have a, I wrote, I've written one joke about the breakup. That's like a one liner. Let's hear it. Um, well, one upside of the love of your life breaking up with you is now I can finally see what this whole Tinder thing is about. (laughs) (laughs) If we called your girlfriend right now, Uh would she say you guys are broken up? I don't know. Let's call her right now. No. The podcast. We're not going to do that. Call her. It's not going to happen. <laughs> she. I don't even know if she would pick up, and that would be even sadder. And then that would, like, cement it in. Can you just let me? Yeah. Therapists don't intrude this much. I just want you to know. Just be like, <laughs> call her right now. But this is unlicensed therapy. Yeah. So I'm telling you, don't do that. Yeah, fair okay? enough. I'm learning as I go. Yeah. Okay. Here's my advice to you. Oh, good. We're going to get a hot girl and take pictures of... Okay, with you. And then we're gonna put them on Facebook and tag your girlfriend. Jealousy. No way to get a girl back than by jealousy. <laughs> Wait, no way to get a girl back by jealousy? <laughs> jealousy is the best way to get a girl back. <laughs> so dumb. Oh god, we're definitely not doing that. Alright. First advice shot down. I'll come up with another one. My advice to you, Luke, be strong. And I know you already cried with her on the phone, and that's normal, and I've been there, and I've done that. But don't cry with her again. Show her that you're strong and that, you know what, if if she doesn't want to be with you right now, that's fine. You know, you got a lot going for you, and you don't need her. That's fair. Um, That's not bad advice, actually. I wanted to say, like, I wasn't planning on, you know, circling a day on the calendar and then, like, calling her, every, like, every couple yeah, but months. you're going to have a dark night. Probably a drunken night. You're going to be in the car one night driving home from the comedy store mm-hmm. and some song is going to come on the radio that's for no reason at all going to make you think of her. And mm-hmm. you're going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to text her. I'm just going to give her a call. Don't do it. And that's my advice for you. Yeah. Duh. Of course. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Here's here's the real advice. <laughs> okay. Good. Are you going to edit out that part where I Maybe. shot you down? Here's the real advice. Smoke a joint, man. Let's get high as fuck. Let's get super high all day, every day. Yeah, just numb yourself. That, yeah, that's actually very bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> not very bad. I'm just going to say not, bad, not, just good advice. not good advice. It could be. What if you find weed and you learn to love it? No, and well, that becomes your new I've, girlfriend. Weed. I've, I've smoked before. Yeah, that's that's a really attractive <laughs> personality trait is just diehard Start, stoner. No, you know what, though? For real. For realsies. For realsies, I, f- pot for me definitely numbs emotion and like it really it takes me out of it and that I, sounds like exactly what you need right and now i've just been saying. i've, I've yeah. smoked a couple times and i've been like yeah okay no for, for yeah. realsies realsies advice okay oh yeah 
<laughs> advice when it's real is called out. realsies. You're right. <laughs> you need to get a new girlfriend. I'm not saying a new girl. I'm saying that time, that energy you put into your girlfriend, you now need to put into something productive, whether it be your comedy or maybe exercise. It's going to be comedy. Or... I've started running a little. I, I need to go. I need to do more physical stuff. I know that. So I propose this. Oh, good. Let's let's end the podcast. Uh-huh. Let's finish this hike. Okay. Next week, you let me know how things are going with your life, whether you've moved on, whether she's begged for you back, and I'll update you guys on what's happening in comedian Luke Schwartz's life and his relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're wondering where you could find Luke, you could find him on Facebook, but when you add him on Facebook, add him through me. So add Ari Manis, and then search my friends list for Luke Schwartz. Don't just add Luke Schwartz. Don't add me on Facebook. I won't accept the request. Really? Uh, Follow me on Twitter. Okay. Follow him on... But you know what? Add him on Facebook anyway. Poke him too. (laughs) I will... uh, uh, My girlfriend used to poke me all the time. We'd poke each other back and forth like a cute thing. Don't do that anymore either. Don't worry about it. Follow him on Twitter, at LukeDoesStuff. You could see him performing every single Monday night at the World Famous Comedy Store Mm -hmm. on Sunset Boulevard. Follow me at... Ari Manis, and you could see all my updates on my life, my podcast, where I'm performing, my sketches, my stand-up at AriManis.com. And don't add me on Facebook, please. And add Luke and poke Luke on Facebook. Thank you guys for listening to Unlicensed Therapy. I hope you have a wonderful week. This was actually kind of nice. Thanks, Ari. I appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. Have a good week, everybody. Unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed Therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.